1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. You picked a great time to listen to Mornings with Tom and Tavi because joining us right now is my new best friend and somebody who's okay with Tavi. It's Brandon Heath. Brandon, good to have you with us here. Who wouldn't be okay with Tavi? You know I, what I mean? I really like you, Brandon. Really do. And oh. we're so excited that you're coming to Chattanooga for a Christmas concert. And we're I'm coming. Yeah, you're coming, and we're excited to have you with us today to ask you some questions about yourself. Okay, so let me ask just just first question. Uh, you probably get this question all the time, but what's it like being a professional Christian musician? Is it, What's the best part about it? Oh, man, the best part about it, I think, is just seeing how your music is making a difference in the world. I still, I'm not used to that, you know, when people come up to me and, and share how a song might have met them in a really rough season of their life. Or, um, I don't know. I, I, I've been doing it for a long time and I'm still, I'm still not used to that. I, I can't believe that this is my job. Wow. God is good. So what about challenges? What are some of the challenges you might face? Oh man, that's easy. Being away from my, my family, my mm. two little girls and my wife, you know, I, I have the best job in the world, um, but I started this job when I was in my early 20s, and I could just say yes to everything, and so I've needed to make some adjustments, and it, it just means that if I'm coming to play your town, just know that I'm picky about where I play these days, uh, because I need to be with my family, um, but, you know, they know that this is my job, and you know, sometimes my girls are a little bummed when I've got to get on the bus, but, um, you know, they know that daddy is doing important work. So we're, we're, we're still trying to navigate that. Mm. Okay. His name is Brandon Heath, and he has chosen to come to Chattanooga uh, for a concert that's coming up on December 9th, and we really want you to be there. And we're just plying him with questions just to get to know him a little bit more. And I'd like to take you back just a little bit, because Tommy's got a question that uh, she really wants to know, because we've heard something about your story, and, and she wanted to ask. Yeah, Brandon, we were reading about you, right, and discovered that in 2009, you had written this song for someone else. But you spontaneously sang it on on the radio and people loved it. They not only loved the song, but they loved you singing the song. And this turned things in a new direction for you. Can you tell us your version of the story? 
Yeah, that is true. It was actually closer to 2006. So it would have been my single, uh, I'm Not Who I Was. It was a song that I wrote for my, um, well, I'm not going to say, you know, I say it when I'm off the record because I don't want them to, you know, you could probably Google and find them. But um, I wrote it for somebody that I hadn't seen in 15 years. And I needed to both say, I'm sorry, and I forgive you. Um, and it was just a burden that I had on my heart. And when I wrote the song, I didn't have a record deal or a publishing deal. Um, but I had already written the song, and then they wanted to put it on the radio, and I was a little reluctant about it because, you know, there's a song about somebody I care about on the radio. But I've gotten more emails about I'm Not Who I Was than any song I've ever written. Um, it, it is not a traditional, you know, song. It doesn't have a chorus to it. It's just, um, it, it is a simple letter um, that I felt like I needed to write. And look what God has done with it. And I think that's, when you say it, it changed things for me. It, it kind of gave me permission to be very vulnerable and specific about my story when writing songs because people, um, honestly connect more with specific vulnerable things. Mm -hmm. And so I've been so thankful for that song and, um, to, to put a bow on that story, I reconnected with the person that I wrote it for. And it was like loose ends of my life being tied together and look what God can do with an act of forgiveness. You're listening to Mornings with Tom and Tommy in a conversation with Brandon Heath, and we're inviting you into it because we're learning a little bit more about him, his musical journey, his journey as a Christian artist, but also Tommy is really interested about him, especially around the holidays. Yeah, so Brandon, I want to know, what's your favorite thing about the holiday season? Oh, there are so many things, and I think they, I think it's changed since I've had two little girls, because everything is just automatically more magic yeah. with kids. Um, but personally, I love eggnog. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> so um, I I keep the the refrigerator well stocked with eggnog. Um, if you, if people don't know what I'm talking about, it's almost like melted vanilla ice cream. It's yeah. just the best. Um. I love going and we play this game called lights uh, with my wife and my two girls. And, and, and I used to play this as a kid. So we just go for a car ride in our pajamas and we tally up who can, who can spot more lights than the other person. So you just yell lights, lights, lights. And, um, and so we make it a little bit of a competition. It's pretty fun. Okay, that's unique. Uh, yeah, that sounds fantastic. Thank you so much, Brandon. And so what about, um, uh, you've got a Christmas concert coming up. Uh, we've heard great things about the concert. We're excited to have you here with us. But we've also heard that you you tell stories um, uh, during uh, this concert. So when did that happen for you? When did you decide, you know, I'm not just going to sing. I need to tell some stories. And then what's a story that you can share with us that you might maybe talk about during the concert? That's a great question. You know, I grew up in Nashville, not too far from Chattanooga, um, and I grew up on songwriters, you know? I, that's kind of what I wanted to be um, and do with my life, and I guess I kind of am a songwriter, but I'm also a singer. But my favorite songwriters would tell stories behind the songs and where they came from, and I feel like it gives you 
so much more of a dimension to the song, especially if it's one that people are already familiar with to know what was going on in my life when I wrote it, or maybe just simply what does the song mean to me? Well, Brandon, thank you so much. It's great to hear some of the background uh, about why you do what you do and how uh, stories are a part of your concerts. And uh, I'm just going to ask you about maybe the story behind That's Enough. Can you share that story? Yeah. Um, I was telling you earlier, I, I've needed to figure out a few things, you know, um, now that I'm a touring musician with children, um, how to make that work really for my family and I. And so in 2019, we had our second baby and I decided that it was probably, well, we decided, my wife and I, that it was time for me to come off the road for a little bit. Okay. And I, I got I got pretty anxious about how I was going to provide for the family. Um, had a little bit of a, I would, I would call it an identity crisis, you know, so much of who I am is wrapped up in music. And as much as I am embarrassed to admit that, you know, sometimes our career kind of becomes our identity. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was a new dad and just really having a hard time. And so I ended up finding myself a good therapist. Um, I, I love destigmatizing um, people going to therapy because I think it's, I think it's so great and healthy. Um, but I, I had a, a great therapist help me, um, navigate through those difficult waters of this, this so-called identity crisis, I guess. And I remember going in to write a song that day and I just didn't feel like I had anything in me. And so I, I just told God, I'm here. And that's about the best that I can do today. I'm here. I'm loved. I just had to break it down, you know? And so it became a very simple chorus. And, um, and it honestly is one of the best songs I've ever written. Again, just being specific and honest about where I am. Those songs tend to be the ones that connect with people. You're hearing the voice of Brandon Heath. Uh, he's coming to town on December 9th for a Christmas concert. And we're excited to have you here. The Christmas music, the Christmas atmosphere. And if you could speak to somebody right now and invite them to the concert, what would you say to them? And what would be the reason behind them coming? Well, you know, I think the Christmas season is certainly filled with all kinds of opportunities to celebrate whether it's looking at Christmas lights or worshiping at church. One of the things that I feel like I should have said earlier when you asked me, why do I love Christmas? Who doesn't love a baby? And mm. who doesn't love a redemption story? Mm. And you've got two wrapped up in one in the life of Jesus, uh, the, the birth and life of Jesus. So I'm going to be singing songs about that. Some that you're going to know. Some uh, are going to be originals that I've written over the years. But it's going to be a great night, and it's also a good time to bring a friend who may or may not know Jesus, uh, because I'm going to tell the Christmas story, but also tell it from uh, a sinner's perspective, and uh, I think it connects with all people. <laughs> 